You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America, on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show. It is The Rob Carson Show. 800-922-6680 is the number if you'd like to chime in. We're going to get to the Target stuff, by the way. That's coming up. Uh, because Target is now, well, they made themselves a Target. There you go. Uh, not worth it. Anyway, that's coming up. Also, I don't know if you know this, the, the Dodgers on the heels of their big uh, Pride Night event uh, where they featured the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence, which is a, I'm not going to say it's a Catholic group, it's, it's, a, Satan, it's a Satanist group, it's an atheist group. Uh, it is not about um, Catholics who disagree with church doctrine uh, satirizing, it's, it's literally atheists going after Catholics uh, in the same way that, uh, say, for instance, the radical LGBTQ community goes after women uh, by uh, by m- letting men compete with them and beat them in sports because they don't feel like they're going to get a, uh, any pushback. They don't think they're going to get a fight. They just think the Catholics are like, oh, you know, you know, you make fun of us and we're fine and all that stuff. Well, the uh, the Dodgers now are suddenly going to do. Uh, listen to this. Are you ready for this? This is like Bud Light after Dylan Mulvaney suddenly doing Harley Davidson cans and uh, patriotic cans of beer, even though they can't get rid of Bud Light because of what they did with Dylan Mulvaney, which wasn't an attack on transgenderism. Dylan Mulvaney is an attack on women. By the way, oh, and, and this weekend he said he's uh, straight. He dates women now. Hey, so this is what happens when you when you bed down ideologically with insane people. You end up looking like a complete moron, and people end up losing their jobs because of it. But the Dodgers have announced. Are you ready for this? Christian Faith and Family Day, following the fallout. So they're going to do Christian Faith and Family Day after bedding down with a group of people who literally do strip teases with a naked uh, or a g-string wearing male stripper on uh, uh, another model playing Jesus hanging on the cross. Yeah, so they're just going to do Faith and Family Day. Uh, Jim Gossett just sent me, I, I, this is a apparently a bootleg copy of a Dodgers Stadium new uh, announcements. I'm going to play this. I, I haven't heard this yet. So. Hey, Dodger fans, don't miss some of the great promotions we have at Dodgers Stadium in the month of June. Faith and Family. A week from Friday, it's Drag Queen Dollar Night. Talk for luck, and we'll give you a buck. Oh. Later this month, it's Target Night. The first 500 fans will get their choice of a free hot dog or 100 shares of Target stock. Cut that hot dog off. And don't miss the next sacrilege Sunday at Dodger Stadium. Defame the Catholic Church and you'll receive eternal damnation for two. Okay, love that. June 19th at Dodger Stadium, it's Bud Light Night. Each fan in attendance will get an autographed picture of Dylan Mulvaney on the first two ball count. And I don't even know what that means. We wrap up the month of June with Bring Your Old Bat Night. Yes. Show up with Nancy Pelosi and get in free. Oh, don't yeah. miss Bring these great Dodger promotions brought to you by Farmer John Sausage. Like Alvin Bragg, it's 100% pure pork. We'll see you at the ballpark, everybody. There you go. That's uh, that's a new... Uh... It's the new Dodgers. Uh, somebody said, would the Dodgers be doing this crap if Vince Scully was still alive? I don't know. I really, I really don't know, but honestly, it's, uh, it's a bleep show. And it's blowing up in their faces. It is. Um, uh, let me see. Oh, yeah. So um, the regime is terrified of Robert Kennedy Jr. Polling higher than DeSantis. 
What? 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 But ignored by the liberal pollsters. This is uh, Robert Kennedy Jr.'s speech in San Diego over the, over the weekend. And I'm going to say this. I have not heard anything this sensible from a Democrat presidential candidate probably in my life. Jimmy Carter, Bill Clinton. Yeah, yeah, probably in my life. Here is the story from San Diego. Taking the stage at Humphreys on Shelter Island, RFK Jr. paid tribute to all fallen service members by quoting his uncle, John... Wait a minute, a Democrat who doesn't hate the military? ...of Kennedy. Most important way for us to honor the men and women who gave their lives for our country is to protect the rights that they died to give us. Well, that isn't a Democrat saying that. They hate the military. Writes that he's worried Americans are in danger of losing. I feel like I'm losing my country. I feel like my party has uh, gone off the rails. It's become the party of war. When the Democratic Party was always skeptical about war, it's become the party of censorship, which is the exact, it's antithetical to the entire definition and tradition of liberalism. This is a Democrat. This is a Democrat, guys. Listen to this. Turning headlines over the years as a staunch anti-vaccine activist and sharp critic of the pandemic-era lockdown. Uh, the COVID lockdowns, which they supported, was a war on the poor, a war on, uh, on uh, minorities. And this country really suffered deeply during that period. Also telling his audience Monday that while the lockdown is over, he believes there is still cause for concern. They have not given up the power to impose those in the future. And we have now created in this country this very, very troubling precedent. He also called for a return of the peace dividend, calling for the need to focus on the country's middle class, which he says is drowning in debt. We need to buttress the, our middle class and stop sending money. This is, can't be Democrat. I think I got the wrong tape here or something. Somebody's doing some AI here or something because I've never heard anything like that from a Democrat recently because they're always bat guano crazy, insane, stupid. Uh, it is pretty remarkable when you think about it. And I got to tell you, they're scared of him. The swamp is scared of him. The Democrat swamp is terrified of him. Would I ever want him on a ticket with Donald Trump? No. No, not going to go there. But I'm going to tell you what. He's the only person on the radar who is a threat to beating Donald Trump. Oh, you can't say that. Donald Trump is going to beat by DeSantis. And the no, he's not. No, he's not. There's some outlier polls that said DeSantis is ahead of Trump. But by and large, Trump is still way ahead of DeSantis. You know, nothing against DeSantis, whatever. But DeSantis, this, this weekend, he said that he would uh, you know, consider pardoning Trump for January the 6th. Well, I hate to tell you this, jackweed. Donald Trump was impeached for a supposed role in, in creating January the 6th, and it failed. So there's no forgiveness needed. And if that is, in fact, true, that Ron DeSantis believes that, and it sounds like it did because the president was asked about it this weekend, then Ron DeSantis can KMA. Donald Trump doesn't need to be forgiven for anything. And, and if, you, if you think that's going to give you some sort of political advantage by saying, oh, yeah, I'll pardon Donald Trump for January the 6th, there's nothing to forgive. <sighs> Just don't have time for this nonsense.
And, and, and the other person that people are terrified of is, is Donald Trump as the president. Here is Hillary Clinton, who should be, honestly, should be ashamed to show her face, but she has no shame because she's a sociopath. She's a so- sociopathic machine, political machine. She always has been. Very corrupt and really downright evil person. If you look at everything that she's done, I've been following this awful, wretched woman for 30 years in my broadcast career as a writer for Rush Limbaugh and others. She has a net negative in the entire world. Name one positive about Hillary Clinton's presence on the political scene. Name one thing in this country that has really gotten better since Joe Biden went to Washington, D.C., and Hillary Clinton went to Washington, D.C. Everything's gotten worse. Social security's not fixed. Crime is a lot worse. Race relations blown the hell up. The, the federal debt beyond redemption, there's no, there's no point. I mean, it's, it's going to bankrupt us. Donald Trump said a few weeks ago, he says, hey, uh, might as well default now. We're going to do it eventually. And that's, honestly, that's how I feel about it. Uh, really, honestly. Just because I've seen the bottom, you've seen the bottom. You've seen what it's like to not be able to leave your home for months, a year. You've seen your children not being able to be educated for more than a year. You've seen your businesses shut down, your health clubs. I can go on and on. You've seen the economic suffering. And now the federal government is going to wave this over your face. Oh, yeah, you don't give us what we want, another $4 trillion. We're going to default and the world's going to end. I hate to tell you this. Uh already been there already been there but here's hillary clinton oh hillary clinton who who should be in jail and i'm not kidding i'm not saying that as a pejorative she needs to go to jail for what she did trying to throw the election in 2016 and everybody at the irs and everybody at the fbi who was involved they need to go too and then the same people who did the same damn thing in 2020 they need to go, go to jail too and if you think this is going away anytime soon you're out of your nut but here's old hillary clinton talking about donald trump Look, if Trump wins, which I do not believe will happen, let me just quickly say that. Yeah, you always thought you also thought you were going to win. If in some scenario that were to happen, um, it would be the end of democracy in the United States. Really? No, it won't. It would be the end of Ukraine. It would become a you know we he will pull us out of NATO if he wins again. Yeah, you know NATO's a net negative right now. Uh, just like he pulled us out of the Iran deal, he pulled us out of the Paris Accords. Yeah, and they were all crap, by the way. They were all absolute crap. And we're realizing now what crap they were. He will pull us out of NATO. It's why we can't permit it to happen. Why any sensible person who looks at that uh, former president and says, oh, let's do this again, um, <laughs> needs an intervention. Um, yeah, no, anybody who would vote for you or even has any uh, support for you whatsoever whatsoever should uh, should oppose you. Oh, and, and by the way, again, when, I, when you look at this budget deal and Kevin McCarthy capitulated the Democrat Party, the Democrat Party has zero, zero right now uh, capital to spend. They have no political capital to spend. Joe Biden has no political capital to spend. He's got the lowest approval ratings of any his, uh, president in history, including Jimmy Carter. He's lower than Jimmy Carter. And 60-plus percent of the American people feel that if he made it back into the White House, the country would be over. They said it.
Here, here, let me let me go ahead and say it again. Here, here's Jake Tamper of CNN. For Joe Biden, our new CNN poll. While the president leads his Democratic competitors by a huge margin, two-thirds of all of the American people surveyed, 66% of the public, say that a Biden victory would either be a setback or a disaster for the United States. Oh, okay, so we can't, we got to definitely bend over and take it from Joe Biden because, by God in heaven, I mean, he's so, so, uh, you know, powerful. Really? We should be able to say anything we should be able to throw some of the budget uh, you know uh, a dollar for every whatever the hell and and it should be in the budget but we're still playing that game that fear that that little you know whipped uh, republicans afraid of everything and i hope that the the freedom caucus and other common sense republicans tell kevin mccarthy to stick it back to the drawing board with you give us a, a temporary continuing resolution for the next few months but as far as this new budget that you've come up with this all this nonsense uh, forget about it screw you that's why you, we elected you as the speaker we didn't just rubber stamp you because you have to serve the american people and you've done some great things so far but all it takes is one strike and you're out all it takes is one strike and you're out and and listen this is aoc aoc the darling of the democrat party because she's cute She's cute. She also killed the possibility of an Amazon facility in her home district costing tens of, well, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of, of 150,000 and above uh, jobs in, in her district. Here she is this weekend going out to talk to some of her constituents and the greeting she got. Where are you on the migrant issue? You're absent. Where are you? You're Okay. You should eliminate the debt limit in the United States. Yeah, Kevin. Yeah, they've got a lot of uh, they got a lot of leverage in the Democrat Party. No, they don't. Back to the drawing board. Eileen will be next. Your calls are welcome, 800-922-6680. Then we're going to get into Memorial Day weekend shootings in America's Democrat-run cities. And Tarjay, Tarjay, all of that is coming up. This is the Rob Carson Show. There's only one Rob Carson on the radio. Oh, thank God. It's the Rob Carson Show. It is the Rob Carson Show, and here's the number. It's 800-922-6680. Uh, this is um, Victor Davis Hanson over the weekend. I, I thought he said some uh, pretty cool things, and, and uh, he has said uh, uh, many uh, things that I've uh, kind of echoed. I, I for years ago, said that we were kind of heading toward a, uh, a French uh, Revolution scenario where we have a bourgeois and a proletariat. Now we have a Bastille in Washington, D.C. So we have a privileged class in Washington, D.C. Uh, and also, years ago, I said that uh, there were people in power in Washington, D.C. who wanted to make us into an oligarchy. And that's true, and you're hearing oligarchy, oligarchy, oligarchy now. But that's what we are, uh, that's what is essentially being tried on us. Getting rid of the middle class, driving us into poverty, having a privileged class in Washington, D.C., and a dependent class on everything else. And if you don't believe me, I mean, just look. Look at the debt ceiling bill. You know, is, is government really cutting? No, no, no. They're going to get their debt ceiling increased through uh, 2025 after the election so they can put 4 to $10 trillion on the debt. And then no big deal. So uh, there you go. Enjoy your foie gras in Washington, D.C. while we shop at the dollar store. You betcha. Let's go to Eileen in Santa Cruz. Hello, Eileen. Welcome to the Rob Carson Show. Good morning, Rob. Yeah, so I think the solution is uh, to uh, uh, create create an uprising of freedom people and stop. We have to stop the 
fearing the wrong things. The, 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 the things we should be fearing is like this unsustainable debt, you know, government overreach, uh, you know, the health care crisis that all those vaccines created and all the masks we're created. We need to fear those things and stop fearing all this other uh, nonsense that they use to manipulate us and, um, and keep us feeling like victims instead of we the people. You know what else, Eileen? We need people to call radio stations when their car door isn't open. What are you fighting with, Eileen? You're trying to make it like talk over the car door beeping here. What's what are you doing while you're talking to me on the phone? Well, I'm, I'm today's my birthday, so I'm on the way to a, a birthday celebration uh, with some friends. Okay. And stop some things on the way and yeah and so well, don't don't, don't stop at target do whatever you do don't stop at target okay oh, oh, oh you got that right no no target no no cold either i know and, i know uh, i still haven't gone to starbucks in a long time i've been boycotting them for a long time yeah running out of places we can go we vote with our dollar you bet you you bet eileen happy birthday by the way and have a glorious week. Have a glorious week. You know, we don't know anything to Target, by the way. Everybody's so worried about Target. Oh, my God, where are we going to shop without Target? What has Target really done for you? I mean, you go there, you buy stuff. They make lots of money. I know that people love Target. They love their Target. you got a cute little name, Target, and all that. You don't really owe Target anything. You don't owe them anything. There will be other stores that come along. Send a message to Target. Screw you. Knock it off with this nonsense. If you want parents with children to shop there, stop putting this crap in your stores. Here is uh, Victor Davis Hanson with regard to the insanity in America and where he says it's coming from. Pretty interesting stuff. Why would a council or commission on reparations say that we're going to get $800 billion, uh, why not a trillion, but to African Americans when we were a free state, that's eight generations ago, and then when confronted with those realities, the commission says, well, we're willing to take it on installment. Or I was just reading, you know, we we're looking up the, the tragic death on the subway, and I thought, wow, this guy looks like he's a career criminal that was killed. I thought maybe he had arrest of five, seven. How does somebody in the criminal justice system have a an arrest record of 40 arrests? And you think the American people are down with this, Republicans and Democrats? You're wrong. I told you when 72% of the American people say we're headed in the wrong direction, this means Republicans and Democrats. So all of this stuff that, that VDH is talking about here, we all agree on. We can fight this together. Including violent assault, lewd conduct. And then his uncle weighed in, and I thought, wow, he's weighing in in support of his deceased nephew. Maybe he has a criminal record. He's been arrested 70 times. What kind of criminal justice system I guess ideologically just excuse felony behavior so you many think, times. Do you think this is winning? Do you think all this nonsense is winning? No, it's not. And we can come together on it, and we can save this country together. We can. By the way, Bridget Gabriel is a national security uh, analyst. She's also, you see her all over the place. she got a new book out called Rise in Self-Defense of Christian Values and Freedom. And she's going to join us on the other side of the break to talk about Tarjay and all of the forces at work to destroy and dismantle our Judeo-Christian values and the country. And the country is a beacon of freedom throughout the world. And how we're going to win, that is coming up. This is The Rob Carson Show. 
to put critical race theory in critical condition. It's the Rob Carson Show. You guys want to do a spit take? Are you ready for a spit take? You know, uh, Dylan Mulvaney, who became a woman about, well, 400 days ago and suddenly became like Mac Cosmetics and uh, Bud Light's mascot, I guess. Uh, Dylan Mulvaney, who cost Bud Light $15 billion in uh, market value. People are, they're giving away Bud Light because this person decided to say that he is a woman uh, and then uh, become a spokesperson for women, passing up uh, millions of women who've ever lived in the world. Here is Dylan Mulvaney this weekend who apparently has changed uh, his her mind about his her sexuality so i recently told my parents that i may be a little bit romantically interested in women and that was a big shock for them considering the past 10 years of coming out as gay then queer then non-binary then trans and i think it was just a bit of a shock yeah one thing that won't change is uh, you're mentally ill so i tell my dad and he goes well, I would love to see you get a woman pregnant. And I said, oh, no, no, no. She would be getting me. She would be getting me pregnant. Yeah, which again goes to the, wow, you're completely insane thing. And honestly, we, we have to just say no. And apparently we are just saying no. And corporate America is going to either uh, shift, change, or they're going to go out of business. That's just the way it is. And we can do the same thing with all of this nonsense that we are being force-fed. One person who recognizes this nonsense is Bridget Gabriel. I've seen her everywhere, by the way. She's a national security analyst. She's got this book called Rise in Defense of Judaism. Christian Values and Freedom, which is available on Amazon, and she joins us on the Newsmax Hotline. It is so nice to finally get a hold of you and talk to you and have you on the show. Oh, thank you, Rob. I am delighted to be with you. I have, I've literally, and don't take this like a creepy, but I've been following you for years, not physically, but I... <laughs> But I, but I've been, you know, you you have been a staunch supporter of women, uh, Judeo-Christian values, and and you've covered the gauntlet, everything from radical Islam to what's going on in the country. So I thank you for being that warrior. Uh, can I just start with Dylan Mulvaney now saying that uh, this now saying that she's interested in women and saying that uh, he can get pregnant? What are your what are your thoughts about uh, Dylan Mulvaney and then how America has responded? Uh, have we crossed the Rubicon to return to common sense yet? Well, look, I think America is not going to lose its way because there is more of us than there is of them. And I mean by them are the leftist, radical, socialist, communist, Marxists who want to transform our country. We are the silent majority. They scream, they yell, they squeak, they control social media, they control the media, they control Hollywood, they control technology. But the rest of America, Rob, is the same. You cross out of any city USA, you drive 10 miles out of any city USA, and all of America looks the same. They love God. They love our country. We love our families. We honor our founding fathers. We cherish our freedom. We honor our military. We stand with our police. We support our police. We believe in the nuclear family, a mother and a father, are a healthy nuclear family that will take care of the children, boys and girls who are 
raised with with uh, 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 people they can look up to and they can respect. That's the majority of America. Except what's happening right now is you've got the minority like Mulvaney. They're really people who have um, challenges mentally. And I'm saying this with all the love towards people who really are going through emotional identity crisis. Look, teenagers, you know, as we grow up and our hormones kick in and everybody goes through, oh, my God, I'm so depressed. I'm up. I'm down. My friends don't like me. My friends don't think I'm beautiful. Uh, my guy friends don't think I'm masculine enough. All teenagers, as they develop, they go through this, oh, my gosh, how am I growing? My body is changing. However, what we have right now in our country is we have adults who are so misguided, who are so brainwashed, who are now coming out of our schools uh, believing this gender fluidity nonsense and this I'm not sure who I am, I don't know where I want to go, and now we are using them as the role models. And that's what's screwing up our country. And the only time we're going to be able to stop this, uh, Rob, is when Americans come together and send a very strong message to all these big corporations who are using these people who have mental challenges like Mulvaney to say, enough is enough. You're going to endorse this woke baloney. We're not going to buy your product. We're not going to go to your stores. You're going to lose money, and we're going to give our money to somebody else. When you hit them in the pocket, that's the only language they understand. And it is uh, resonating, by the way. You know, it's interesting. There are people who are uh, attempting to divide us uh, on every way, shape, and form. It used to be just rich versus poor. Now it's racist. Uh, uh, you know, I grew up in the United States where we watched Sesame Street. We watched the Jeffersons. I'm a white guy, but I, like, for instance, I dressed like Michael Jackson sometimes in school because he, I, I loved him. I, I never even thought about race when it came to black performers. Uh, I never even cared about, uh, you know, what color of the skin the comedian was. It didn't matter. But they had to create. They had to create uh, this air of racism. They had to create this air of people hating gay people so they could say, okay, then let's go ahead and push this transgender nonsense because so many people in this country are transphobic. No, no, they're not. Just don't mess with the kids. Same way with racism. The only way they could push this divisive, awful, uh, 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 race-baiting ideology to divide the country was to say that America is racist and America is not racist. Now, if I'm not mistaken, you are not just a, you know, your average white girl, uh, Bridget. You're, you are not. Uh, do you think that America is so racist and awful compared to other countries that you've, you've been in? Hey, I come from the real world where people are actual <laughs> racist outside of America. Look, I'm a Middle Eastern girl. My mother tongue is Arabic. I immigrated to the United States in 1989. I came here by marriage, and I left tyranny. And that's why I fight so passionately to save and preserve America, because there is no place on earth like the United States of America. America is truly a shining city on a hill, and it takes an immigrant illegal immigrant, by the way, and it takes a legal immigrant like me who crossed oceans to come here to understand the treasure that we have in America. And that's why legal immigrants who did it by the book, who came to this country, who worked so hard to make something out of themselves, understand and appreciate America and are fighting for her more than the American brats who have been raised here, who have never experienced any hardships, who feel that, uh, you know, people discriminate against me because uh, I brought my Bible to work, or, or they looked at me funny because uh, I dressed funny today. 
the world that I come from, people kill you when they don't like you. They just don't <laughs> talk to you. They kill you. So as an immigrant who came to this country, and I said, I'm a Middle Eastern uh, by birth. I grew up in Lebanon. My mother tongue is Arabic. I've got tanned skin. I came to this country. I never once felt discriminated against since I've been here almost 40 years ago. I came to America. I started a business. I started my business. I owned a television production, marketing, and advertising agency. That was my life before I decided to become a nonprofit president and an activist. Um, my clients were Oprah, Dr. Phil, ABC, NBC, CBS. I built a successful production company, and I didn't need any handouts from the government, and I didn't any, uh, need anybody to feel sorry for me. I did it by my own sheer will to succeed. Because when you're an immigrant who comes to America, you have something to prove. You want to prove that you are worthy of the citizenship, that you are worthy of this freedom, that you are worthy of, of this blessing that has been laid upon your shoulders and upon your feet to become an American citizen. You want to contribute. You want to pay your taxes. You want to bring, uh, you want to hire people. You want to bring your family up. You want to educate your children. You want to be a part of the greatest experience ever on the face of the planet, and that is the American dream, the exceptional America that everybody is dying to come to. So people like me who come here and who fight so passionately for America, we fight for America because we understand how precious this treasure that we have called America is. And that's why I urge everybody listening to me right now, if my message resonates with you, go to my organization actforamerica.org actforamerica.org I'm proud to tell you, Rob, that we are the largest uh, grassroots movement in this country, patriotic movement. We are two million people strong. We have passed over 180 bills on the federal level and the state level to protect and preserve America. So please go to actforamerica.org and join us today. Become a member, sign up to get our emails, and stand with us in every way you can. I will. And you know what? More importantly, Bridget, I want to figure out from you how you can speak without breathing, because you do a really good job of that. You did, how do you do that, Bridget? You, you just, I mean, I, my gosh, I, it's amazing. <laughs> I just, years and years of experience, my friends. Years and years of experience. <laughs> I say this because, you know what? Some people are, are put off by people who are passionate like you. I am not. I am energized by people like you. But, you know, one of the things that the, 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 uh, the left tries to do, that the deep state tried to do by shutting down freedom of speech, they killed like the... Uh, the walk-away movement from the Democrat Party. There were a half a million people who were following Brandon Straka's organization, walk-away, half a million people, most people of color. And Facebook just blew up the organization, got rid of all their stories like they never even existed. Your organization, actforamerica.org, can possibly uh, bring some people in. Let me ask you this question, Bridget, because I'm the only person saying that if 72% of the American people say the country is going in the wrong direction and 66% of the American people according to CNN say that Joe Biden being president again will uh, be disastrous for the country. Um, wouldn't you say that we can all come together to save the country? Even some Democrats? Because that's what I am getting when I see people like Robert Kennedy Jr. as a candidate and they're trying to put him out even though he's, he's attracting people. He's polling better than Ron DeSantis. Do you, do you suppose that we can come together to save this country, even Democrats and Republicans? 
I think the people who love America are already coming together, Rob, because right now it's not an issue between Democrats and Republicans. It's an issue between us and them. And what I mean by that them are those who want to transform America, those who want to change America, those who want to turn America upside down. And I think the majority of Americans are waking up to realize this is not what we want. We want a good economy. We, we, we enjoy driving around with a $2 gallon of gas, uh, you know, going on vacations. The airline tickets were cheap. Our bank accounts were doing good and growing. Our stock market, our retirement was doing good. We had peace in the country. Uh, uh, we had peace. We were respected on the world stage. And now everything is going in the, uh, in the opposite direction. And the country can see that and the country can sense that. And this is why right now what I call people, you know, it's us versus them. And I can tell you, Rob, of a lot of the people that I work with, we have a lot of people in our organization who used to call themselves Democrats, who say, I don't even recognize the Democratic Party right now. This is not wh who I am. I may agree with the Democratic Party. Uh, they would tell me on maybe one issue or two issues, but the majority of the issues I don't agree on. I have Democratic friends, Rob, who say to me, I don't like what's happening with the schools. I do not want the schools telling my children, uh, telling my boy that he's a girl or telling my girl that she's a boy without even notifying me or even the idea of allowing the children to get on hormone therapy without even telling the parents. See, this is where even Democrat parents are standing up and saying, uh-uh, not with my children. I don't like this. I'm not comfortable with this. And I believe, Rob, if the country can come together now when they see that we are going downhill in, in a basket, uh, I think we have a chance to save our country, but we've got to do it now and we've got to do it fast. Because the left throws label at people that they don't like. First, they call people like me Islamophobes, simply because we were talking about terrorism. We were not anti-Muslims. We were just anti-terrorists, anti-radical Islamic terrorists. Now, if you are against uh, uh, open, uh, open borders and you want to secure the border, they call you anti-brown people. You are a racist. You're not a racist. You believe America should have borders. It's nothing against people with brown skin. It's we need secure borders. So what the left does is they try to throw names that you're trying to silence you. And that's why they wanted to silence uh, uh, um, Brandon Straka and his group, the Walk Away Movement. And that's why they try to silence anybody who stand up and who stands up against what they're preaching, whether they're Democrats or Republican. Brandon Straka was not a conservative. He was a Democrat who said, enough is enough. I'm not recognizing the America I want to be in, and I want to rally everybody to come with me to stand up for America first, because we want to put America first. And look what they did to him. Yes, you're exactly right. Hey, actforamerica.org. I'm going to check it out today. I'm going to join your movement. I think it's important. We can come together. Brigitte, I appreciate your time today. Love to have you on again sometime as well. Have a glorious week, and thanks for joining us. Thank you so much, and I look forward to next time. All right, now you can breathe, okay? <laughs> okay. All right, you're listening to The Rob Carson Show. Time to put Nancy, Joe, Chuck, Bernie, and Mitch in a retirement home. Rest well and rest easy. You deserve it. It's the Rob Carson Show. Actforamerica.org. We can do this, guys. We can save the country. And, and honestly, who's telling us that uh, girls should be boys and boys should be girls? How many people don't really agree with that? Do you know anybody who does? Have you ever sat down with somebody? Like I went to the cigar shop over the weekend, hung out with some friends. Do you suppose anybody who's there, oh, yeah, my daughter wants to be a boy. Huh? Oh, I'm down with it. Really? You think so? No. 
It's it's five percent of the population Maoists trying to throw the country upside down, turn it upside down. No other country in the world accepts this crap either. You shouldn't have to. You're being played. You're being played on race. You're being played on sex. You're being played on sexuality. You're being played on all of this nonsense. Or at least they think they're playing you. But you're not. Here is uh, Victor Davis Hanson talking about, oh, Dodgers, the Dodgers. They got this, uh, you know, pride night with this uh, sisters of what the hell, these uh, uh, atheist uh, trans individuals who are making fun of, of Jesus Christ. I mean, honestly, what did Jesus do to you? Really? And people are saying, screw you, we're done with it. Here's Victor Davis Hanson on this. Or we look at the border, I thought, wow. It might be porous. We might under the Biden. Anybody want an open border? You talk to anybody lately who wants an open border? Administration have a hundred thousand or two hundred thousand illegal entries, but they just blew it up. It doesn't exist. We can't even imagine six and a half million illegal entries. And we look at the Los Angeles Dodgers. You know, Greater Los Angeles has probably got the largest city in North America of people of Mexican American or Central American or Hispanic heritage the majority are catholic most are still i hope the dodger stadium is empty on pride night and for the rest of the season servant baseball along with soccer is the the national pastime of the spanish-speaking communities here and elsewhere why would the los angeles dodgers who can depends on this this goes to the point where i said where all the hispanics the people from the you know and it's from all over the world but if you look at just the people coming across the southern border from central and south america they're catholic they're hispanic and they're coming here and they the democrats are expecting to the vote and the democrat party says oh yeah uh, you can change your sex and gender and we want to teach sex and sexuality to your children yeah how well is that going to fly at a time when people are, you know, audiences for professional sports are in decline, why would they invite the sisters of uh, perpetual indulgence when their stock and trade is performance art blasphemy, simulated sex, pornographic uh, attacks on the Trinity, the Catholic faith? What, what makes them do that? Is it they're hiring people out of MBA programs that are woke or they don't care? Yeah, that's really it. That's the class of 1968. They're out. The first indoctrinated set of people who went entirely through the education system, indoctrinated leftists from kindergarten through college, they got out of school, they're millennials, and now they're calling the shots. And now the American people are saying, you know what? Screw you. One more cut from uh, VDH. So what I'm getting at is there's an arrogance that people feel that they can say or do whatever they want because ideologically they feel they're protected or exempt. And even if that destroys these institutions, we've destroyed the FBI, the CIA, the IRS, corporate America, at the border, and I think traditional ecumenical racial relations. And it just keeps going as if it's a Jacobin or some type of updated French revolution. But, and but, I don't think we're, we in traditional America understand what's going on. Yeah, but the positive is that we are going to be on the winning side of the revolution. The revolution is an under. It is the it is a Maoist revolution. But we have the opportunity to beat it back and to end this. And uh, thus far, we've only been exchanging a few volleys, but we're already winning. But we got to keep fighting. Let's take a break and come back. You're listening to the Rob Carson show. This is the Rob Carson show. Final hour of the Rob Carson Show. By the way, if you would like to uh, listen to the podcast, my producer, Ken, who's back from vacation this week, he, uh, well, we did it last week, too. We had some terrific help last week, by the way. Craig, thank you very much. 
Uh, but anyway, uh, you can you can uh, listen to the show. We divide it in half, whittle it down a little bit, and make it a little more easily digestible. If you're taking a walk or riding your bike or whatever, uh, just go to Newsmax.com slash listen for all of the digital platforms with regard to uh, to that. I want to mention something very quick, uh, a, a point of personal privilege. Um, uh, one of my broadcast mentors uh, passed away suddenly over the weekend. Um, earlier this year, another one of my broadcast mentors, Mr. Jim Bohannon, passed away. Jim Bohannon uh, worked with Westwood One. He's a, a Hall of Fame broadcaster, and he became a uh, uh, not only a mentor but a father figure in many ways and a, and a dear friend. And this weekend, I lost a giant in my life. Her name is Sharon Bonet. And she was the director of the broadcast department, the general manager of KXCV-FM and KDLX-FM, now KSLX, in Maryville, Missouri, at Northwest Missouri State, uh, which sounds like small potatoes. But over the years that she was in charge there, she changed the lives of thousands of people. And she sent me uh, down the path uh, in this career and made me a stronger and a better person because of it. She was my broadcast mom. She was diagnosed with cancer about a month ago and uh, lost her battle with cancer uh, this weekend. She was a caregiver for her husband for many years who had uh, cancer uh, caused by Agent Orange as a Vietnam veteran. And uh, Sharon, one of the things that I'll share with you, and I won't share much more because I won't be able to speak if I keep talking about her, Sharon uh, taught me how to write. That was one of the things that she taught me, and one it was it was a very uh, it was amazing because I went to classes for writing. I went to many English classes, many classes for writing in elementary school and high school and college and whatnot. But one person just shredding my cover letters, Sharon Bonet, taught me how to edit for anything to edit to the essence of a thought. And I'll never forget, she was an English teacher at one point, and, and she would just shred my letters. I mean, it was the point where I was like, did, did I say anything right here? But the way she did it was miraculous. The way she taught me how to cut the fat from the lean and, and edit my thoughts to their essence was incredibly valuable something that most probably would have never expected from the general manager of a radio station and the head of a broadcast department but she did and she taught me life lessons that i will never be able to ever be able to quantify and certainly would never be able to pay back Since I graduated from college, she has referred to me as her broadcast mom. She did while I was in college. And every time that I would talk to her, every time she'd call me, she'd say, this is your broadcast mom. And she really was more than that. She was a second mother to me in more ways than I could ever say. But if there's anyone who ever worked with her or anyone who ever learned from her who is listening right now, you know what I'm talking about. She, uh, she was a glorious, beautiful, eloquent, classy, the most of all of those things I've ever met in my life, honestly. A stunning human being. A magnificent human being. I can never thank her enough. 
I just want you to remember her name. Sharon Bonet. Sharon Bonet. What a, what a glorious gift you are to us. All right. Now let's move on to other stuff. So I printed off a story this morning, and it said here, Boycott Target, a song by pro-Trump rap group, hits number two on the iTunes rap and hip-hop charts. And I thought, well, this is kind of interesting. I saw the video. I'll give you a little sample of the video. I'm not a big rap dude, although I did listen to a lot of, you know, the early rap and a lot of the, you know, through the mid, you know, there's a lot of hip-hop that we've heard, okay? Whether it be, you know, uh, Snoop or whether it be uh, Run or whether, you know, whatever. So don't act like white people don't listen to rap music. Anyway, uh, here is a little sample of the uh, Say No to Target rap here. Yeah. 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 That's what you do. You put that uh, in the back. Boom, boom. They put a target on my back, but they target in your kids. They don't even need to ask, because you all know what it is. Yeah, that's why I keep a strap, and I'm always by my bears. This agenda got to stop, Yeah, you know we're going to win when they target, target, yeah, they target and target, target, yeah, they target. Can- do you suppose the rap and hip-hop audience is really down with transgender grooming products at Target. Do you, do you suppose they're really down with it? No, they're not. And the reason why I play that is because uh, not only was it number two, it's now number one. It's number one, uh, passing everybody. Everybody, all of the big names in uh, uh, rap and uh, hip-hop, all of them, number one. It's by uh, Forgiato Blow. Jimmy Levy, don't expect that you, you know, to me to pronounce your names properly because I don't know them. But they're number one. You know what song went to number one passing uh, every artist, including Adele, about a month and a half, two months ago? Donald Trump saying the Pledge of Allegiance with the January the 6th protesters doing it in the background. We're coming together. We're coming together. Target partners with O uh, organization pushing for kids' genders to be secretly changed in schools. So it's not just Target, you know, with the binding, which is, I mean... Any company that would sell a binding swimsuits for little boys so that mommies that are insane can uh, let them pretend like they're girls and tuck their genitalia. I mean, honestly, that's enough for me to say, mm, done, done with you, done with you. But they did much more. Target was much, much more into this than you could ever even imagine. And that's why I don't have any problem saying, screw Target. Uh, you know, and this is going to be hard for a lot of people to say because they really love Target, particularly suburban moms. I know this. I got one who lives in my house. She loves her Target. But you know what? Unless Target changes course, screw them. I- I'll be fine with Target going out of business. I don't even care. Target Corporation partnering with K-12 through Education Group, which focuses on getting districts to adopt policies that will keep parents in the dark on their child's in-school gender transition, providing sexually explicit books to schools for free, and integrating gender ideology at all levels of curriculum in public schools. GLSEN, that's the organization, leads the movement in creating affirming and anti-racist spaces for LGBTQIA plus students. We are proud of our 10 years of collaboration with GLSEN and continue Continue to support their mission according to Target. They've given $2 million to GLESN, calling for gender ideology to be integrated into all classes, even math. They can make math more inclusive and trans and non-binary identities. In another example, GLSEN recommended that teachers intervene if students are making graphs about sex and gender to ensure it includes the ideology supported by GLSEN. 
If they want to exclude data for biological sex, teachers need to be sure they include both intersex and other choices. Don't believe me? You want to hear a, a Target DEI director, Kiera Fernandez, in a uh, group call talking to other Target employees, basically saying you're either down with this radical leftist Maoist ideology or you're out of the company. It is important for us to also acknowledge that not everyone is going to believe or be bought into our strategies and our priorities on this topic. Well, then that means you'd probably like to hear their input, right? They just aren't. And so um, when we talk about leader accountability and the importance of representation and these strategies and these goals being integrated into someone's responsibility, um, like just to be really pragmatic and practical, then it becomes, okay, you don't nest like, we may not be able to change your mind shift on appreciating why this is important. But you do understand that as a part of your job responsibilities, you will lead inclusively, you will have representation on your team, you will be responsible for these behaviors, values, and expectations. And it also, quite frankly, puts a light on the folks that don't believe in this, but emphasizes that you still have to do it to do this job, to be a part of this. Okay, so you have to buy into Target's radical leftist ideology or you're done. So now we know this isn't just a, uh, you know, a store over here and a store over here. This is a corporate policy. This is a woke leftist corporate policy ideology. Now, you can choose to shop to Target if you want to, and you know that that's fine. But I'll tell you right now, if they're trying to appeal to the masses, this will implode. Target has donated $2.1 million to GLSEN, and they have basically said to anyone on their staff, if you disagree with all of this nonsense, all of these books, all of the, like, for instance, there's a book, there's a book on the Target uh, shelves, it's called Beyond Magenta. The book has been criticized as disturbing and described a six-year-old child as sexually mature who hated being a kid and engaged in oral sex. I know, I know, I know. Yeah, it's right there old g-l-a-s-n completely behind that stuff and target is too target lost nine billion dollars in stock over the weekend brand manager carlos saavedra he moonlights as a board member on the advocacy group for k-12 through transgenderism g-l-a-s-n as i told you the group is an acronym chosen by the teachers who formed the gay lesbian and straight education network in 1990 the company's core customers of Mary's Suburban Moms have rationally mobilized against Target. And they will continue to do so. But here is uh, MSNBC. They say that, and this is funny, because over the weekend they showed uh, Target's being looted, right? And they showed the uh, Target's being looted. And they said, this is what Trump supporters are doing to Target in response to the LGBTQIA, uh, you know, whatever products in Target. And it was a lie. It was, it was uh, 2020, the summer of 2020, when Black Lives Matter and Antifa sacked the Targets. They tried to pin it on us. They thought it would work. And I went... That's that's from 2020, you a-holes. What are you thinking? Are you really serious? You're going to try this? And they did. They tried it all weekend. They tried it all weekend. We're not doing this. We're not confronting Target employees. We're not, we're not threatening violence. We don't do that. Have some people gone into Target just and done some viral videos where they walk over to the section and go, Oh, look, here's a tucking swimwear for a toddler boy.
Or they walked up to an employee and said, hey, where's the straight section since you've got this giant pride section for all of these? Where's the straights? And it's, and it's just, a, you know, as far as I'm concerned, leave the Target employees alone, all right? But nobody is threatening Target employees. Nobody's, conservatives don't play that game. We never have. But this is MSNBC, and they're saying that if you don't go to Target because of this radical nonsense that it is economic terrorism. When Target caves into this, then it says that the moment you threaten the employees of even a very large corporation, you get to control its policies. This is economic terrorism, literally terrorism. Okay, you can call it whatever. I've been called a MAGA fascist. I mean, it really isn't going to hurt me to call me a terrorist. I've been called a terrorist, too, because I, I am a conservative. So, honestly, you think this name's going to hurt me? Creating fear among the workers and forcing... No, not one little bit. ...the corporations to sell the things you want and not sell the things you don't. So- yeah, there you go. And, and here's what you got to do. Just say, no, I ain't going to Target. There you go. And if they want to consider it economic terrorism, that's cool. And, and good luck staying in business with uh, 1% of the population. Because the, the parents who have kids who shop at Target, who you've, who, I mean, honestly, go to Target on the weekends. What's in the, tar- what's in the parking lot? SUVs and minivans full of moms with kids going to Target. Target was a respite. Target was like Disney World. You went to Target, you could take my son. You used to take my son as a toddler. We'd go to the, the Target Lego aisle just to see what was new. No big deal. Target was great. Target was awesome. And then Target in, uh, in Minneapolis, headquartered in Minneapolis, decided to go way left, just like Minneapolis, the city. And look what it's done to the city. And look what it's going to do to Target. All right. I'm going to take a break. I know I've got some people on hold who've been holding for a while. They want to talk. Rachel or Randall, I know you do. I apologize for not getting to you. That is coming up. This is The Rob Carson Show. In the 60s, we had LBJ. Now, we have FJB. It's the Rob Carson Show. A video uploaded on Twitter by Jason Jones shows a grown man wearing a dress at Disneyland's Bippity Boppity Boutique. In the video, the man who has a mustache is wearing a dress greeting little girls as they walk into the dress boutique. Here is the man. So my name's Nick. I'm one of Fairy Godmother's apprentices. I'm here to shop you around and make all your selections for the day. Yeah, there you go. So right there, the old bippity-boppity uh, boutique says uh, fairy godmothers in training will now be called fairy godmothers apprentices, according to an update on the Disney Glam Resort and Walt Disney World Resort websites. The change is more gender-inclusive. So uh, go to Silver Dollar City in Branson. That's what I'll do. I'd go to Dollywood or go someplace else, honestly. Go to uh, is Paramount theme parks. Are they doing all this nonsense? Or just the places that you thought your kids were safe. Chicago Pride event will feature drag dress-up and makeovers for children sponsored by Lululemon. There you go. The event's going to take place June 17th at the Salt Shed Fairgrounds from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Lululemon. It's a collaboration between the queer party producers of Slow Mo and the owners of Kiddo, an awards-winning kids boutique in the South Loop. It will feature vendors prioritizing those who are LGBTQIA, black, indigenous, and people of color. See, this is not an organic movement. It's all meant to divide us. Day-long activities include fan decorating, drag dress-up, and makeovers for children. Yeah. And then uh, the report continues, Natty Boy Bikes and Boards, a local skateboarding school, facilitate a skating area, and legendary house music, whatever, who cares? And then there's an all-day just dance party. Yeehaw. 
Yeah. Let's go to Randall in Pacific Grove. Been holding a while. Randall, my friend, I'm sorry to keep you waiting, but go right ahead. Hi. I'm not ready to change my name to Rachel yet because I don't have my Bud Light with me and I don't drink beer anyway. I think you'd be a really ugly woman, too, by the way, Randall, and I don't even know yeah, what you I'll look like. like. Yeah, I can tell. All right. Okay. Now, I'm calling about that uh, trans um, by the name. Uh, it's a, a, a advisor, consultant, slash designer of these clothes at Target. Is, uh, yeah, the, the satanic, uh, the satanic uh, drag. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Appalanook. Yes. Is the last name. And yes. uh, the media is smothering this out about this individual because it's a, a born a girl, trans man. That means a born a girl uh, became a man. And that's only one thing I heard about it. And even um, so-called conservative YouTubers that really rant on this like we should are calling it a guy. It's not a guy. Uh, this individual was born a girl and apparently has become a guy. So, uh, number one, uh, I, I just want to know if you know clearly that this is a female. Um, looks like a dude may be pretending to be a female. Right, yeah. I'm not able to get what kind of trans it is. But I want to say that it is a Satanist, self-proclaimed Satanist, with images of Bills above on the shirts, and it's saying that Satan loves you and all this kind of stuff. Satan doesn't love anybody. And I want to also mention the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence. I lived in San Francisco when Feinstein was mayor, uh, and uh, they never once mocked any Catholic priests that were uh, uh, alleged to have been um, molesting boys. They never once stepped in to condemn the Catholic Church or mock the Catholic Church over that. Whenever there was a priest in San Francisco that was uh, uh, that was brought, brought out to be one of those, they never once stepped in. Now, all this talk that we don't hurt children, we're not a threat to children. Well, if they're so outspoken at mocking our Lord and Savior and condemning kindness, because that's all this is, is condemning kindness, condemning meekness, trying to get Christians uh, to not feel manly if they're, if they're meek and if they are kind. That's not a manly trait. That's just one way. That's just one of many. The whole uh, purpose is for these radicals uh, to be... Uh, I also find it kind of, kind of funny that all these sisters of perpetual indulgence, while they're mocking Christ, they're all muscle-bound, they're all ripped... They're absolutely masculine. They don't look anything like chicks. Yeah, yeah. Randall, I got to run. I got to run. I got to run. I got to run. I, honestly, uh, the Sisters of Potential uh, Indulgence or whatever, they're just radicals. They are atheists. They Nobody believes in God would do that. Nobody believes in the Catholic faith or Jesus Christ would do it. It is an insult to you and me, and they shouldn't be given a red carpet to a Dodgers game. If that's the case, don't even go. Let's take a break and come back. Chris, you hold on. You'll be next. This is The Rock Carson Show. Proud to serve as the iceberg to the SS Titanic every day. It's the Rob Carson Show. All right.
we got to get to Chris in Fort Worth. He has been on a hold for about 45 minutes. He wants to talk about uh, Kevin McCarthy's bad budget deal, and hopefully it'll go down in flames, but I'm not, uh, I'm not holding my breath. Uh, I also hope that uh, they will uh, consider removing Kevin McCarthy as House Speaker because of it. Uh, let's go to Chris. Chris, how you doing, my friend? Go ahead and tell me what you think. Man, Rob. My man, Rob, I love you. This is Catman Chris here in Fort Worth, Fort Worth, Fort Worth. And <laughs> yes. uh, got a few questions about your radio show and TV show, but we'll get to that at the end if you give me time. But, uh, um, yes, this deal is BS. I, I mean, it really is. It's, it's, we're not cutting anything. It's, that's all smoke and mirrors. They're going to increase by $4 trillion. Yeah. So where, show me the cuts. And, yeah. What? Nothing about the border wall. Maybe that's a separate issue. But it's the budget. No. That should be. It should be in the, in the budget. Nothing about that. Um, and and McCarthy, I, I never liked him. I thought he was like a, a what's it, a, a Ron or a Ryan Paul Ryan. Yeah, a lot like Paul Ryan. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and uh, and he's caved on us. And yes, he needs to be removed. Uh, just one vote for the. Freedom Caucus, get him removed, and that's a revote on somebody else to run the thing. Well, I haven't read the I haven't read the entire budget, but I don't see anything that makes me go, "Oh yeah, this is worth it." Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Kevin really Carth, he really stuck. It nothing about it. It says to me, screw job. It says to me, complete and utter screw job. The same abuses will continue. The IRS will have their eighty-seven thousand uh, Stasi uh, troops. They will. The southern border. There's nothing about the southern border. There's nothing about the war in Ukraine. There's nothing about a whole bunch of other things that we care about. There's nothing that's going to help the American people who are suffering. There's nothing that's going to, uh, can, you know, to stop the largest growing retail sector in America, which is dollar stores for groceries. There's nothing in it about inflation because the Inflation Reduction Act was a joke. It was a spending bill for green nonsense and the IRS. So honestly, Kevin McCarthy, when it, when it originally started this, I said, this guy is a used vinyl siding salesman. Not even vinyl siding. Used vinyl siding salesman. Then he kind of got back on my good graces by doing some good things. And then this happens. In a, in a country where the president has a lower approval rating than any president in memory. All right? in the in, Even lower than Jimmy Carter. We're 66% of the American people say if Joe Biden got reelected, it would be a disaster for the country. And Kevin McCarthy can't uh, hold their feet to the fire, Chris? Well, you know, it's, it's uh, Kevin McCarthy's a flunky. Um, and this is a nothing burger, a crap sandwich, and we're going to suffer because of it. You and me and the rest of the, the people of America. Let me let me ask but, you this, Chris. Chris, 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 let me ask you this. Um are you terrified that the federal government could default? No. Okay. Do you suppose most of America is so stricken by fear of a default that they would want Kevin McCarthy to bend over and take it? I think there's a lot of people that are in fear and want to take the deal. And I'm like, wake up, people. But can I ask you about your radio show and your TV show? Because I love sure. them so much. Your TV show, when are you going to do an hour-long show? I watch 30 minutes, I want more. 
We are working. We are working on it. A couple of things. Yeah, we're working on it. a couple of things. Uh, uh, I do. I have a, an editor named Brian who's awesome. I've got a guy who is a consultant, uh, Joe, who works with us at Newsmax. Uh, but uh, you know, I do a lot of the. I do all of the writing, all of the video selection, all of the performance, and and it's a uh, part of it is a matter of finding the time to be able to do the half an hour. And then also we have some technical things that we need to work on. But we are working on expanding the show so we just got to kind of hammer out some details yeah okay the radio show have you ever considered doing like rush limbaugh's open line friday would you consider that well i don't want to steal an idea from him um i mean uh i i you know i think generally well we try to stay to the topics because otherwise if you don't it's going to throw us way off uh i would i would certainly i would never ever ever try to emulate uh rush um but but I would be open to just, hey, if you want to call on a Friday, loosening things up a little bit. And if you want to talk about something else, I would have no problem with it. One last quick question. When are you coming to Fort Worth? When are you and Jim coming to Fort Worth? <laughs> when can, am I going to get my backstage passes, VIP pass, green room to meet you? Well, when is that happening? Uh, you know, we we need to we need to work on it a couple ways uh, in in the with the powers that be at Newsmax and then also with our affiliate stations. We don't have one in Fort Worth yet. We're working. I know. On it. I have a feeling yeah, things are going to start popping. I have a feeling things are going to start popping. Right now, oh, a lot yeah. of people are under contract. A lot of talk shows are under contract. And, and you know, radio stations are deciding whether they want to keep the show or, or find something else. Uh, that this just happened with uh, WGMD in, uh, in uh, Rehoboth Beach. They just added my show uh, because they had a contract end. And so we've got a little bit of that going on. It's a timing thing. I know the show is growing dramatically because I'm getting calls from all over the country, including... Uh, particularly from places that don't have affiliate stations. So it's yeah. just a matter of finding affiliates in different cities and then taking the show on the road. Trust me, it's all on the plate. I want to get out and meet you guys. I want to get out and meet you guys, and I want to entertain with you, and I want to bring Jim with me, Jim Gossett, and, and we want to entertain and inspire people. So it's going to happen. It's just it, there's a lot of moving parts to it, Chris. Well, thank you for everything you do. I love you. I love your staff. Your call screener is awesome. Even Brian, really? Seriously? I, oh, they, they, I, I've become friends with them. I call. Have you really, really, Brian? I mean, really, you like Brian? Brian is awesome. Yeah. I think Brian is listening right now. Seriously. <laughs> I got a Brian just uh, whispered. Giant Brian. Brian just said in my ear, "I just woke up. What were you talking about?" <laughs> that is funny. Thanks for the call. I think we need some uh, comedic. Uh, palate cleanser here. This is Jim Gossett, the aforementioned devil went down to Target on the Rob Carson Show. Postmaster. Devil went down to Target to push his gay pride line. Yeah. Swimsuit with a tuck just to make a buck thought the customers wouldn't mind. Nah, a designer worships Satan. On his clothes, the devil's displayed. He's an evil dude. Now Target screwed a heavy price they paid. Devil went down to Target. He had some threads to sell. With gay design, satanic signs that looked like they came from hell. And now Target's backtracking. Somehow they were shocked. Their Satan theme and gay pride dream would be bad for their stock. Watch them as they scramble to take stuff off their shelves. Should be ashamed, no one to blame, but their stupid selves. Target pulled the gay pride plan. The stuff has really hit the fan. Heavy losses overnight. They did not learn from Bud Light. <laughs> All right. 
By the way, if you want to help out Jim Gossett, you can go to his Patreon page, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, Patreon, Jim Gossett Comedy. Tell me, uh, John Cleese is refusing to remove the famous Loretta transgender scene from Monty Python's Meaning of Life, uh, or I should say Life of Brian, for the stage adaption of the classic film. This is great. Cleese also uh, clarified he would not be cutting the song Always Look on the Bright Side of Life from the stage adaption. You know, uh, if you have a problem being offended at a comedy show, uh, go do something else with your time. Honestly, uh, we have no time as entertainers or performers or comedians to uh, be worried about offending people. So if you can't handle it, don't go. That's what I say about uh, uh, stand-up comedy. You know, I've, I've seen like Dave Chappelle specials, uh, Sticks and Stones. Some stuff he said in that I found really offensive to me personally. But you know what? Still support Dave Chappelle. Just fast forward and pass that little. No, actually, I watched the whole thing. Just didn't care for it. Doesn't mean I want to cancel Dave Chappelle. So uh, anyway, uh, John Cleese says that uh, we are not going to change anything. Here's the scene, by the way. And this is, listen to this. You, you laughed at this. I laughed at this. I saw this movie dozens of times. We never thought that this absurdity would suddenly become mainstream in places like Target. Uh, for those who are uh, debating, it still is lunacy. All right? The transgender, LGBTQ, radical, leftist agenda, it still is lunacy. All right? It will never be mainstream because it's lunacy. All right? It is for insane people. Uh, it, is a, it is not an organic movement. It is completely made up of whole cloth, as is the racial strife in our country. All right? All of this is by design, but here is the original Life of Brian scene in all of its glory. Furthermore, it is the birthright of every man or woman. Why don't you shut up about women, Stan? You're putting us off. Women have a perfect right to play a part in our movement, Reg. Why are you always on about women, Stan? I want to be one. What? I want to be a woman. From now on, I want you all to call me Loretta. What? It's my right as a man. Well, why do you want to be Loretta, Stan? I want to have babies. You want to have babies? It's every man's right to have babies if he wants them. No. You can't have babies! Don't you oppress me. I'm not oppressing you, Stan. You haven't got a womb. This is the same logic, by the way, that the left uses to defend itself, and it's as ludicrous. Where's the fetus going to just take? You're going to keep it in a box? Here, I've got an idea. Suppose you agree that he can't actually have babies, not having a womb, which is nobody's fault, not even the Romans, but that he can have the right to have babies. Good idea, Judith. We shall fight the oppressors for your right to have babies, brother. Sister, sorry. What's the point? What? What's the point of fighting for his right to have babies when he can't have babies? It is symbolic of our struggle against oppression. Symbolic of his struggle against reality. Yeah, there you go. And that's, that's, by the way, that's academia there at the end. That's academia. That's the talking point of academia. It's a struggle against oppression and all this nonsense. It's ridiculous. Oh, here's Family Guy. This is Family Guy a few years ago predicting 2023. Again, using satire, thinking, wow, this is absurd, stupid, everybody laughing. And now uh, some people have accepted this as reality. Uh, and honestly, it never has been. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm here today to apologize. Why did you say ladies first? That's sexist. It's just it's just a, a standard greeting. Let, let, let me start over. Gentlemen and ladies. Who says the man? Okay, sorry. I, I um, 
Humans in the audience. I identify as a basketball. Humans and basketballs. I'm a parrot who mimics words but doesn't comprehend them. Humans, basketballs, talking parrots. Yeah, you can go on and on and on and on. You're going to offend somebody. And honestly, uh, one of the glorious things about uh, uh, being offended is that you can be in this country. And, and even better, you can offend people without going to jail. Until, I don't know, the last couple of years. Yeah, It's always been absurd. I'm glad that John Cleese is saying, I'm not going to re- remove the Loretta scene. And you know what? Those who don't agree with it, you can all stuff it and don't buy a ticket to his show. There you go. Same way with Target. Target is the opposite. Target is the opposite of John Cleese. You know, John Cleese, uh, Target can tell us all to stuff it. And that's perfectly cool. We'll just choose to spend our money somewhere else. And uh, thus far, I would venture to say that uh, we're winning. Yeah, we are winning. Let's take a break and come back. You're listening to The Rob Carson Show. They shut down your kid's school. They force them to wear masks. They taunt them CRT and radical transgender nonsense. Now, Mama Bear and Papa Bear are pissed. It's The Rob Carson Show. There have been a lot of things I have not been able to get to today because we're just so locked and loaded with uh, content. Something I want to save to tomorrow is uh, some of the attacks that happened over the weekend. Uh, Chicago had a bloody Memorial Day weekend. 51 people shot, 12 fatally. Uh, This with their glorious new mayor. There were only uh, three other days that tallied 10 or more homicides. Uh, 627 of 2020, 74 of 2020, and 11 killed in 531 of 2020, where 18 people were killed. That was all the summer of love across America that uh, was ushered in by uh, BLM and Antifa. So, and then there was also uh, uh, Chicago Beach was shut down as soon as they opened because a bunch of uh, thugs, I'll just say thugs, it's racist, no it's not, Uh, a bunch of thugs uh, beat up some people, shot some people. Then in uh, Massachusetts, uh, uh, it looks like uh, near Boston, there's uh, Revere Beach, there was uh, another bunch of thugs got together and shot up a bunch of people. And then, uh, oh, some Marines got brutally beaten over 30 teens at a California beach, and and, uh, you know, there's one unifying theme, and it's a group of people who've been told that uh, everything is racist and they uh, they are owed something and uh, and that uh, white people are white supremacists and I should be able to go in and steal whatever I want. And, uh, you know, and honestly, I think... Uh, the cat is out of the bag as far as uh, uh, the Democrat Party and what it's done, particularly to the African-American community in uh, cities around the country. And um, this is the result of it. This is the result of it. And, and I've been talking about this for 30 years on the radio. And I've been a warrior for kids in inner cities, kids of color in inner cities, abandoned by the Democrat Party and used by the Democrat Party. And, of course, the destruction of the black nuclear family ushered in by the Great Society after 100-plus years of racism by the Democrat Party. So we'll get to all of that uh, tomorrow. Uh, also, um, oh, yeah, Liz Cheney was booed at her uh, alma mater. They invited her to speak at uh, Colorado College, a liberal arts school she graduated from in 1988. Uh, so she uh, she was booed. Somebody on her hat uh, said, uh, why listen to a racist, imperialist, transphobic, warmonger? Your hate is loud. That just sounds like a typical uh, liberal pap. But uh, there are other reasons why she was uh, booed. One of them is that she's just an awful person. And, uh, and she's hopefully will no longer be involved. Why do they invite people like her, you know? 
I guess she's anti-Trump, and she, uh, you know, impeached Trump for nothing and failed, so they invited her to speak. So I'm glad when people turn their backs on her. I think it's fantastic. Um, also, oh, this is a big story. So the FBI has a, a one day to turn over the document linking Joe Biden to an alleged $5 million bribery scheme with a foreign national or face contempt of Congress charges, which really, honestly, does it really hold any any uh, any sway at all? I mean, are we really worried about this? So uh, uh, Jim Comer and Chuck Grassley confirmed they'll be holding a phone call with uh, Christopher Ray tomorrow to talk about this. But something you didn't know is that the uh, Biden DOJ formally shut down the Clinton Foundation investigation in August of 2021 and the FBI literally destroyed all the evidence. Um, so you not only have the FBI involved in 2016 working with the Steele dossier and Hillary Clinton to throw the 2016 election, you've also got the FBI working with big social media, the mainstream media, to shut down Hunter Biden's laptop and and throw the election of 2020. Now there's evidence the election of 2020 was fraudulent, by the way. I can say that now without being called that a disinformation or misinformation. I can say that 2020 was not legitimate. It wasn't. You had major government agencies working with big social media and the mainstream media to throw the election to the Democrat candidate. 2020 was not a fair election. There you go. But this is going to get big, and it's going to get real. And uh, and the FBI literally destroyed all of the evidence of the investigations into the Clinton Foundation. Okay? All of the money coming in from Russian oligarchs following the Uranium One deal, uh, among other things. And the FBI destroyed the evidence. So uh, we will have to get to a point, and maybe that's with Kevin McCarthy as a speaker or somebody else. Uh, we will get to the point where the FBI will be dismantled. It will be dismantled. It must be dismantled. The DOJ must be dismantled. Uh, one of the many ways to do that is through a convention of states. Uh, the other way is to absolutely insist that your lawmakers listen to you. I believe they are. Uh, and another thing is to say no. Say no, just like we have been saying to Target and Bud Light and all of these others. And look at the impact we've had. Look at the impact we've had with those companies by just saying, you know what? Not going to play along. We don't just have to be uh, instruments of taxation and production. We don't have to. We can just say no. So we'll see what happens today with regard to uh, the uh, the budget negotiations if uh, Kevin McCarthy capitulates uh, and and what happens. I, I don't know. Uh, all I know is that this latest deal is more same old, same old, more uh, uh, ignoring your suffering, more in, ignoring the important uh, things that are impacting your life, and more enrichment of the federal government. You didn't vote for it. You don't want it. Say no. Let's take a break and come back and wrap it up. This, my friends, is The Rob Carson Show. That's going to do it for the show, guys. God bless you. Check out the podcast. Go to Newsmax.com slash listen and watch Newsmax TV today. Amazing shows, an amazing network. Glad to be a part of it. God bless you. See you tomorrow. And until then, don't catch the stupid. See ya.